I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. Hi there, I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about time, space, and love. That's right. It's absolutely important and critical to understand that in relationships, you need to give somebody time, you need to give them space, mm -hmm. and you need to understand that your uh, level of commitment or um, availability in a relationship may be completely different than your partner's. And a lot of that is going to depend upon your attachment style there you go. and your partner's attachment yes, style. Yes, absolutely. So what tends to happen a lot of the time is if you have an anxious attachment style, you're probably a lot more attracted to an avoidant and vice versa. If you're an avoidant, you're probably a lot more attracted to somebody that has an anxious attachment style. And I think a big part of that has to do with our relationship to our caregivers. Absolutely. Yeah. And so if, you know, you were in a home situation where you were anxious and you're desperately trying to get your mom's love, you're going to be used to that dynamic where you're fighting to get their love. Right. And you're frustrated. Right. Right. And as I've said in other videos from a, a great quote that we love, I only want what I need from someone that can't give, give it, it to me. me. Yeah. So you're going to be more likely to be attracted to somebody that can't give you what you need. And, and they the same. So if, if you're anxious, the avoidant is equally frustrated with you uh -huh. for the other reason. Like they're like, oh my gosh, I need some time here. This is too much. It's overwhelming for them. And when things are off kilter like that, you're liable to hear from one party or the other, I need space. Okay? Now, that is a terrifying phrase. Absolutely. Oh my God, they want to break up with me. Especially if you have an anxious attachment style. Right, and you're a fear of being abandoned. Oh my God, oh my God. It's even worse than we need to talk. Yeah. Right? Or worse yet, we need to talk and I need space. <laughs> Okay. It's it's horrible. Yeah. The feeling is horrible. You feel like death immediately. Yes, immediately. Um, but I just want to remind everyone, as I as I do almost weekly, that we have a huge human need for love and affection and connection, but we have an equally huge need for autonomy and independence. Mm -hmm. And when we're particularly in the early stages of love, we're not thinking about space or being away from this person or any of those other things. But as you go on and daily life goes on, sometimes the relationship becomes all-consuming and people don't have time for other things. That's right. Yeah. So they will ask for some space. And the other implication is that um, good fences make good neighbors. In other words, if you know where the boundaries are, if you know what the person needs and doesn't need, then that's equally important to knowing how much affection they need and what kinds of things make them feel loved. So I guess there's a love language and an independent functioning language. <laughs> Just hasn't been defined yet. 
All right? So what do you do when somebody says, I need space? You say, whatever you need. Just let me understand why you need some space, and I'll be happy to give it to you and happy to support you with whatever it is you want to do during that time. Now, chances are that the people that are watching this video did not, not do that, that. Right. over and over and over again. And so now you're in a position where you're trying to learn and educate yourself right. and make those internal changes. Right. But you need to not panic. Remember we talked about reacting is different from responding. You don't want to react with, how come you don't want to be with me anymore? What are you saying to me? You want to say, oh, okay, tell me more about what you need. So mm -hmm. you want to explore a little by asking open-ended questions. Absolutely. And what kind of answers are you likely to get? I'm neglecting my nieces and nephews. My family complains that they haven't seen me for several weeks. I got behind in my studies. I'm too tired going to work every morning. All kinds of things can come up. And some of them are true. Yeah. One of the frustrating things, Margaret, is sometimes they are just excuses. Sure. And interpreting yeah. whether they're excuses or not can be really difficult. But the only thing you can do on the spot is to take it at face value mm -hmm. and say, how can I respect your space if that's what you're asking for? And then when you want to know what, it, what the heck it means, that's when you talk with us and we'll sit there <laughs> we'll and try we'll try and yeah. interpret what that really means. Do they want to break up with you? They're not sure. Mm -hmm. They're trying to buy a little time about that. Yeah. You could have outside interference, you know, parents saying, you're not ready to get married, don't even think about it. Uh, friends who are saying, I don't know if this person is good for you. Outside pressure can, can make a lot of things happen. Absolutely. And sometimes people say, I need, I need space because they just need time to think things over. Yes. That's absolutely true. But you can't go wrong by not panicking and saying, how can I support you with that? Mm -hmm. I know it's probably the last option. That, it's that the last are, yeah. thing you want yeah. to do. Yeah. <laughs> so first you take a deep breath and then you take it at face value and say, okay, you want some space? Sure. Mm -hmm. um, but it can very well be a warning that the relationship is on the verge of ending. Or that, the, yes, exactly. And that's why it strikes terror into people's heart. Because yeah. it seems a little less um, drastic than saying, I really want to break up with you. Mm -hmm. And they truly may not know yet at that point and that's need true. some time to think about it. And it's critical that you behave in a way that doesn't make that's it worse. Exactly. It doesn't make them feel more smothered or guilty or anything of that sort. And I was reading something recently that was saying if you have asked about space in the beginning of a relationship and didn't get it, it will come up again. Mm -hmm. Because when you think about a life together, I don't think you want to check in every five minutes or not be able to make a decision yourself or, you know, not have some personal space yep. that you don't have to account for. Okay? Um, so it's going to come up often. So you're going to stay cool, calm, and collected and that's how it's going to go. And don't beat yourself up too much if you didn't do it in the past. Right. Yeah, no, don't, don't beat yourself up under any circumstances. Uh, but, you know, one of the things you want to do is carefully explore what's going on. So if it's a reasonable period of time and it all seems reasonable to you, do it. And respect it totally when you do it. Don't call or text or drive by or comment on their social media. Give them a couple of weeks without you. Mm -hmm. They may miss you, and it may work very well in ways you didn't even anticipate. Mm -hmm. All right? Yeah. But it's, it's such a desperate feeling. Oh, it's a desperate feeling. <sighs> yep. It hurts. Yep. It really hurts. It's really, really scary. 
And you've, if you've had that kind of attachment yeah. trauma, yeah. it feels past. like, here we go again. Here we go again. I'm going to lose him. She's going to walk out on me. Or he's going to walk out on me I'm, all over it's, again. It's terrifying because you feel like you're never going to find somebody again. Right. Right. I'll give you a couple of case examples. A man shared that he had some leftover feelings from a prior relationship that he wanted to work through. Mm -hmm. He also knew he was going to have to share the fact that he has an anxiety disorder and panic attacks if he wanted to go any further with this relationship. Yeah. So he was a bit immobilized by all of this. So he asked for three weeks of space. His girlfriend supported him and they were able to work it out and go on. So that's one that worked correctly. Um, there are other ones. Um, there was a rather famous breakup in the area uh, that sort of took place on a radio station with people who had dated each other for a long time. And the woman in the relationship said she wanted her own bank account. And the guy said, no, I have all of our money set up in a way that's really working and you don't need a bank account. Guess what happened? She got her own bank account? And left. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and left. With half that money. Yeah. Um, well, he was trying to control her. Yes, he was exactly right. It was a control issue. And sometimes it's a normal response to a control issue. But sometimes people can find themselves doing things that people consider controlling that they didn't even think of as controlling. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, and that happens all the time. Oh yeah, because a lot of times people talk with me and they'll say, I had no idea. I had no idea I was anxious. I had no idea I was manipulating. I had no idea what I was doing to my partner. Right. Yeah, and I, I believe that. I believe that. And that's, that's worth discussing. Um, and here's another one. Um, I knew a man one time who had was very upset with his divorce from his wife actually. But when all was said and done, he had pushed her away and kind of distanced from her in the relationship because he was sick and tired of her telling him what he could and couldn't wear. <laughs> he, to go to work, to go to a function, to go to a party, to go to a get-together. He had absolutely had it with, you can't wear that. So he admitted that he had pushed her away. Um, he got fed up. He got fed up. He should have yeah. walked around naked, just a spider. Well, that would have straightened her right out. Okay, well, you didn't like anything I wore, so here I am. Where are we going? Oh, somebody's church wedding. Oh, probably not a good idea. I'll get my sock. <laughs> I'll get my sock. I like it. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is, if you're able to negotiate a threatening request like that, and it works, then your relationship is in good shape. Mm -hmm. And some growth may even come out of it. Absolutely. Um, because nobody wants to be cramped. Think about it. We come into the world cramped because we were sick of being cramped and decided to get out of there. So cramped is, is an issue for all of us. Absolutely. And a sense of being smothered, literally, um, mm -hmm. not being able to breathe. So it might not be the end of the world no. um, if somebody asks you for space. And don't immediately panic if you can possibly help it. Absolutely. And I want to tell you about the porcupines. I don't know if I've ever told you about we, the porcupines. We talked about I have yeah. told, told Craig about the porcupines, but Dr. Freud, the man who invented therapy back in Vienna many years ago, he took a German proverb and he talked about using it as a metaphor for closeness and distance in a family. 
Think about a family of porcupines. Now porcupines, you will recall, are rather cute little creatures, but they have these not-so-nice quills on them that are their natural defense. Okay? So you've got a nice family of porcupines, mother por porcupine, father porcupine, little porcupines, and a few cousins. And one night during the winter, they were all huddling together in their burrow where they lived mm -hmm. for warmth. Now, what do you think it would be like to snuggle up to another porcupine? It would be a bit problematic now, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. And the metaphor is that you have to find just the appropriate distance where you can get the space not to get stabbed and the warmth not to freeze to death. That's right. I like the story. Mm -hmm. I hope you like it too. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Yes. Um, but, you know, it's so important and scary to understand this stuff. It's, it's important to understand it and it's scary at the same time because you're just like overwhelmed with fear. Absolutely. Yeah. And, Absolutely. you know, trying to assess what's going on with your partner can be really confusing because when you're so overwhelmed by your own emotions, right. it's hard to think about what they need. Because remember what I say about with anxious people, they tend to become very selfish yeah, and self-absorbed. Yeah, we become self-centered when we're anxious. That's and, a good point, Craig. And the only thing yeah. we care about is soothing our own anxiety. Yes, so I'm reminding you, don't panic and offer to help and support so that you know what to do on the spot. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, Margaret and I, of course, can help assess what's going on in yes. your situation and look at it as objectively as we can because we're going to see those blind spots that you have yeah. and we're going to see things that you might not have thought of that are causing your partner to feel the way they are and even explore with you why you feel the way that's that right. the way you feel you do that's right and how can you tell your partner you need space in a way that doesn't scare them half to death mm -hmm. yeah but you know it's a tricky thing to assess when you're scared yes it is and that's what i would say right. is that it's very difficult for you to really get a clear picture right. when you're going through it. Yeah. But you're sort of waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. I, I need some space for the next 35 years. It's not, a, it's not a good sign. Oh, it's not. And don't snuggle up to a porcupine. Try not to anyway. Yeah, try not to anyway. All right. So that was a lot to think about, huh? Yes, it is a lot to think about. And it's very important. You think about establishing a life with somebody that's going to involve house, kids, you know, all those things, and there has to be some personal space in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, if you want to get our help personally, just go to the website, askcraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching, Skype coaching, and if you have to get with me right away, I do offer emergency Skype coaching. Margaret is also available for Skype yes. coaching. Yes, yes. Please feel free to contact me. I'd love to talk with you. So that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon. Hi, I'm Coach Margaret, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist with 35 years experience. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. If you would like professional help with your situation, please contact us at askcraig.net.